I would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which this episode is recorded, the Gubby Gubby people. I would also like to acknowledge the First Nations peoples and language groups across this entire nation in which conception, pregnancy and sacred motherhood knowledge has been shared. We pay our deepest respects to their elders past, present and emerging and further extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people today. Hello, hello and welcome. You are listening to the Oxytocin Hour. I'm your host, Dana. I'm a midwife, mum of five and all-round oxytocin enthusiast. People are all too willing to share their negative experiences of conception, pregnancy, labour, birth and beyond. The Oxytocin Hour is your safe haven, filled with positive experiences from mums, dads, doulas, midwives and everyone in between. Each week we will release a new episode with the intent to uplift and inspire you. Thank you so much for joining me here today. Now, let's get into today's episode. This and every episode of the Oxytocin Hour is strictly for entertainment purposes and is not to be used as medical advice. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Oxytocin Hour. And if it is your first time here... Welcome, thank you for being here, and I really hope that you enjoy what you're about to hear. So on today's episode, I'm going to answer the question, Dear Dana, can you offer any advice on finding balance between self-care, family, responsibilities, and returning to work postpartum? And I love this question because I have received many questions just like this one for years now and I'm particularly grateful for receiving this recently because it's really caused me to reflect on how far I've come and so for context if I had received a question like this in my inbox last year the year before the year before that I would have answered it in a way that I believe I wouldn't be doing anyone justice, not myself and not the person that would be, you know, receiving said advice because I never really saw myself as worthy of giving advice. Um, I would often see people like ask questions like this and I'd be like, I don't know, I just do it. Or like I, it, it always felt really awkward for me because I would just be like, I don't, I'm not any better than you. I'm not thriving any more than you. Um, And it, it really put me in discomfort and I never, ever looked at why. (laughs) But in these past months leading up until this point, I have done, I've done so much inner work and I've just been like, wow, oh, that's a thing. That's actually an issue. Let's look into that. Whoa, there's a whole bunch of trauma and stuff behind this. Let's work on it. And I really feel like I've worked so hard on it that I can sit here and I probably have some helpful advice. (laughs) I can sit here and I can be like, you know what? I know why you asked me that question. And, And I can sit back and look at myself and actually go you are worthy of answering this and you do have some valuable information to share with people 
that could 100% help them. So I'm going to give that. Does that mean that I am perfect? No way. Does it mean that I still have room for improvement? Absolutely. So as much as there's still things that I can always still improve on, and I'm always still growing, we never stop growing. We never stop learning. I still have a lot of gems that I can probably give you today. And hopefully, if it helps at least one person, then that would be fantastic. So I do suggest that you take what resonates and you leave what doesn't. Um, I don't have like a whole lot to say, but I just feel like whatever it is, hopefully you find it helpful. Um, so firstly, I guess we just really need to appreciate the uniqueness of us, you know, as we are as individuals and also our individual circumstances and how different that these can all be. So everything that I've gone through in my life has made me who I am and everything that you've gone through in your life has made you who you are. And these are so unique to us and they're so special and we have all these unique traits that are inherent to our own selves. And I just really want us to be able to look at that and actually be really appreciative of what we've gone through in our lives and who we are. Um, and to be honest, like right now, I really do feel like I'm thriving. I feel like I've I've done a lot of work. I know. I feel like when I say that, I'm just repeating it. Done the work. Done the work. Like, what is the work? That's that's a lot to explain. But to be at the place that I am now, it feels really good. So, firstly, you really just can't pour from from an empty cup. And I know it's something that you've probably heard before, but I really want you to sit with that. And understand that in the society that we live in, as women, as mothers, I know that we feel like we have to do it all. It, it feels that way subconsciously, on a subconscious level, from everything that we've heard and read and, and seen growing up. As women and mothers, we feel like we have to do it all. And so I think it's going to require a lot of reworking in your brain, a lot of inner work <laughs> to go, okay, I can't actually do it all on my own. You cannot. And it is okay to ask for help. And you cannot pour from an empty cup. What does that mean? It means that I want you to start considering putting yourself first in a lot of situations and understanding that when you do that, even on such a, a minor level, your cup can overflow into other areas of your life. And so if you're thriving and you're feeling like you, you're functioning well, that energy and what you can give and what you can pour into the other people and the other circumstances in your life will be absolutely amazing and if you can think of that analogy of the cup and and picture it being filled it does make it a lot easier to understand what I like to do now as well 
And so once I really did that work of like rethinking those limiting beliefs of like, no, 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 I need to put everyone else first. That's what makes me a good mother. It's not like you're putting anyone last, but you are also very worthy. And you know that it is actually putting other people in your life first if you are prioritizing yourself because you're respecting yourself enough to to go, okay, this is what I need and I'm going to give it to myself And I know that I can give the best version of myself to this person. You're respecting them and you're respecting yourself. And this especially includes your children. I'm thinking mainly in terms of partner and and children. So what I like to do as well, a lot more recently, which I never really done. And I'm, I'm speaking from a place of someone that has only really recently discovered that they are neurodivergent. Um, is doing an audit on your life. So this is what works for me and it may not work for you. And I really urge you that if there's, if this, if you try what I'm about to say and you're like, oh, that didn't help at all, that's fine. At least you tried it, but keep searching for something that works for you. Like I said, we're all unique individuals as if the same thing is going to work for every single person. So I like to do a three monthly audit where I sit down and I write some stuff out because my brain can just feel like a complete schmozzle. And one way that I can get it to feel like things are actually a little bit more categorized is when I physically write them down and I'm saying it out loud and to be able to visualize what I've written, it just makes things make sense. So I split everything up into categories. So I've got my relationship, I've got family, I've got friends, I've got children, I've got work, and I've got self-care. I'm trying to think if I'm forgetting anything. I probably should have had the book in front of me because I've got like a little journal thing. Um, oh, and I also just put home because there's always a lot of stuff to do in the house. I am the default parent and I am the default person like in Bo and my relationship that does the majority of the housework because he works more hours than I do so it just makes sense and I split all of these things up and I begin to do a massive audit and I have a look at um, how I'm feeling how things went in the last three months so do I feel like um you know, my relationship with Bo has, was thriving, my relationship with the kids thriving, like going really well. And I'll describe how things have been going in the past three months. And then it might be, you know, I get to work and home and be like, because I've been just super social and enjoying all of the relationships in my life, the housework and my work work has really taken a back seat, And I feel And I'll always write next to this. So this is what's been going on. And this is my feeling about how all of that went. And so I'll be like, I actually feel pretty shit about that. I feel pretty shit when the house is a complete mess and I've got piles and piles and piles of laundry waiting to be folded and put away. So I do that with every single little section. And then I have a look at what's happening right now. And then write it all down again, how everything's going, 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 going. 
and how I'm feeling about these things. And then I project into the next three months, like how do I want everything to go and how can I make that happen? So look, I actually want to spend more time on this course that I'm creating and I want to spend more time like spring cleaning areas of the house or like just getting the house up to scratch, get, get rid of clutter or whatever. How can I do that? Well, every Monday night after the kids go to bed, instead of sitting down and, um, you know, watching a movie or whatever it is, I don't usually watch movies, but watching something, I will actually dedicate an hour then to go through one area of the house, like the pantry one night, the linen cupboard in one night, and do a complete spring clean, just as an example. Or every Thursday, because I I won't have any kids at home in the morning, I'm going to dedicate three hours of me sitting at my desk and doing some coursework. And then I can really get down to the nitty gritty of how I'm going to make that happen. And just by doing this, this is what creates so much more balance in my life. Is it foolproof? No, because I'm not a robot. And sometimes I'm just like, fuck it. I know I've written that I want to do that, but I don't feel like doing that. And it's always to my detriment. Also, I recommend every time you do this three monthly audit that you find, and this is what works for me. (laughs) I just feel like I need to preface this as a self-care book, because I am a sucker for self-care. Like I am a self-care junkie. I'm I'm self-development. Sorry. I just love that sort of stuff and like spiritual growth and just all the things financial, everything. I just eat it up. So I'll find a book that's been highly recommended for me. And I will read it in those three months and then I will write all the things that I've learned about it and how I feel about it. Um, And those are the main three points that I just wanted to give you on this short little episode. So just to recap it, can't fall, can't far out, Dana, can't pour from an empty cup. So you need to do the mental work to make sure that you understand you are just as important as every single aspect of your life. And I just remembered one of the um, headings that I write down is my health. That deserves its own heading. So I'll be like, how, like, you know, did I exercise much and how was I nourishing my body? That was really important. Anyway, you can tell that hasn't been at the forefront of my mind in the last three months. Because I'm about to do another audit um, at the end of this August. So, yeah, I hope that I hope that really helped. So pouring from an empty cup. The next one is to do the audit and then the book. I really want you to try these things. And um, I don't know, it would be nice if you could just let me know how you go. If you try it, if you already do these things I want to know because I love talking about self-development as well. Um, Also with the returning to work after childbirth, I feel like I will do an entirely other episode on this alone and I'll probably do it with another mum. 
because I feel like we'll have a lot to offer on that. It'll, it probably won't be a Dear Dana. I might just make it like one of the Thursday episodes and let it go for a long time because this is something that I feel like a lot of mums, especially brand new mums, could, could benefit from hearing. Um, and I'm also sorry if you can hear my dryer in the background, which has been on this whole time. Anyway, I hope you have a fantastic week and hopefully you will hear me soon. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you'd like to share the love or get in contact with us for feedback or a chance to be a guest on the show, you can contact us at www.daisy.com.au. That's www.daisy.com.au or on our Instagram at the oxytocin hour all one word i appreciate you taking the time to tune in and i hope you've gained something positive from listening until next time